This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 100% true. Uh, consider the source. Well, I got it. Oh, why don't you want to get in the bathtub? <laughs> Hillary <laughs> Gump. You and I. This is so good. Give me to Yuck. Jack. I'm a fan of it. Fucking race. He's a race. I hope I win. Um, I love that movie. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have Good Christian Fun. We are. Doing the old rat race of the Christian faith. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And that was a clip of Rowan Atkinson as some guy in rat race. Basically, Mr. Bean. <laughs> if Mr. Bean talked. Yeah. And of course, with the with oh the classic God. quote, it's a race. I hope I win. I hope I win. I hope I win. Such a fun movie. Um, Amy Smart. Amy, you remember her? A classic Amy Smart oh vehicle. Brecken Meyer, John Lovitz. I believe Whoopi's in that movie. Uh, John Cleese. Yes. Whoopi? Yeah. John Cleese and Rowan Atkinson, two huge critics of cancel culture right now. Two guys. They're that- speaking out to defend the rights of oppressors. <laughs> the rights of oppressors. And we're here to do that too by That's doing right. a Christian podcast. <laughs> by always plug in the focus on the family group, the good folks over there and the whole industry. Mm-hmm. The John Cleese of the evangelical world, <laughs> Dr. Dobby, James Dobson. Cleese loves his bank. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you. We're not here to make you go to church. No. Even though we're recording this on a Sabbath, on the Lord's Day. It's a Sunday. It's one of those Sunday afternoon records. Many we, of you are probably in a service right now as we speak. Yeah, like literally. Not while listening to this, but while we record this, probably right. at some point. Right. You're you're lifting your hands. You're passing the cup. Among other things, okay? Hey. Uh, passing a lot of things. <laughs> Wait, like what? <laughs> as the CDC said, hey, go out and love. Live, laugh, love. love. The CDC said, be, be free. free. <laughs> Jinx. Freedom. That's what they we're want. We're all for us. free spirits here. Let's connect. Let's commune. That's right. And Let's where share. the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And that's right. here on the podcast. We're talking about one of the mainstays of the podcast, uh, the Kermit the Frog led Christian rock, Christians in a band, mm-hmm. I should say, rock group Switchfoot. Because they're not like, I love Jesus. He died for me. They're like, there's something about life that's mysterious. And there's more to it. Who could I be talking about? And there's something. There's a a mystery in our hearts. I'm not going to say it. You could say it. I'm not. Yeah, they're really coy about it. (laughs) And they are sort of flirty with God. Artistic. And it's sort of their lyrics are, will they or won't they say Mm. Jesus' name? And a lot of times they won't. And that's usually the better episodes. Like, you know, like how Cheers was a little more supercharged before Sam and Diane started smashing. And that's kind of Switchfoot's lyrics as well. That's exactly it. The classic will they or won't they. That's still Sam and Diane. Mm. I don't want to say 
Jim and Pam. No, I don't want to say that one. You should, though. I don't want it's to. It's better. It makes you sound like a real stick in the mud that you Sh- keep going back to cheers. Shelly Long to Jenna Fisher. Are, what are we <laughs> talking? Ted Danson to John Krasinski. I know. What happened? We're not talking about the quality of it. We're talking about the relevance. <laughs> uh, and speaking of relevant, we have maybe our most relevant guest we've ever had on the show. Whoa. Friends and folks, you may know her from her own podcast, Classroom Crush, or from West Side Story, or from the upcoming film Maestro. Give it the hell up for Rebecca, Rebecca Gomez. Yes. Wait, I... <laughs> You're on Maestro. She's in Maestro. Oh my God. She's in yeah. Bradley Cooper's I'm so Maestro. Jealous. For real. You get to see I that nose up word close. there was May. You may, may know. May, you may, may know. You might, you might not. Yeah. Um, I don't want to presume. I uh, was witness to the Maestro. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. So you witnessed Maestro, you. A, a movie we will probably cover on this show when it comes out. And we'll talk about seeing you. <laughs> Uh, you were in yeah. Steven Spielberg's Perfect. West Side Story last year that was released. And if you go to Rebecca's Twitter, you can watch the Rebecca cut <gasps> of the film in which she just yes. edits her scenes from the gym. And Oh my God, you're in the gym scene? And in the America, I want to be in America scene, I was in right? The, very brief, very briefly in the America scene. Whoa. But yes, I um, I... You could see me absolutely dancing like a goddamn fool. And can I say, and, and the GD fool. And the GDs are flowing GD. today on the podcast. We do yeah. say GD. Um, wait, how many days did it take to do that that a uh, gym scene? I I was. This is the it most like interesting question. It was like, I think it was like seven days, and wow. then the America scene. I was on like a couple. I was on for like two days, like wow. or something. Okay. Which I was initially supposed to just be in the American or in the, the gym scene, and then they said, oh, this "We love the way girl. you move." There's something this about her, girl. We love the way she moves, Becca. This we is like my dream. Looks. We need her to be one of 400 people <laughs> or whatever <laughs> in this upcoming scene. Um, I've do- I've told this story yeah. before, but I was in a flash mob TV show. Where everyone uh, had to like learn awesome. choreography from Nappy Tabs from So You Think You Can Dance. It was at a big mall. Okay. I mean, there were hundreds of people there, and you know, I was going all out every time, Listen. every rehearsal, and I got brought to the front of the line. And like, there's a reason for that, Hell and that's yeah. all I want. I mean, you don't got this. There's multiple things here. Nappy Tabs. Were they were they the moment or what? Well, they were okay. the moment they you haven't could not stopped get more being the moment. Hip hopping, nappy tabs. Napoleon and Duo. Tabitha, they're a couple. Nappy they're tabs, married. Napoleon they're the Tabitha, best. Please. They do hip hop dance. They're really, really cool. <laughs> a one credit I didn't hit in Rebecca's intro was uh, maybe a certain season four of a certain HBO series that'll oh, be about up business about some business dealings wow. now now let's call it i i mean how to succeed you're gonna hype in business perhaps <laughs> you're hyping this up in a way that i think you know people people are gonna think your cousin listen, greg's I'm, girlfriend I, or something thus, yeah yeah thus far i am shadows reflections in a window but <laughs> we'll just say i was own uh, it I was around some folks of which I have been quite obsessed with. Oh my I God. really don't know how to talk about like this stuff now. Like I Why? guess I could just, I mean, I definitely have signed many, uh, many NDA. Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you Nindus. how to talk about it. Spill, yeah. girl. Yeah. Spill it all. 
Let it go. <laughs> Open the dam. Okay, yes. It's true that I am doing background work as my full-time job right now. It's absolutely so bonkers fun. insane. <laughs> I have been. It's kind of wild, though, because, you know, I'm just throwing everything out there, right? You know, I'm just like, eh, whatever. It's fun. I like it. It's a fun day job for me. <laughs> but I have ended up on a couple of, like, sets, like, kind of, like, with my guys. Do you know oh what I mean? God. With your boys. Well, you know what do you me, mean your boys? I have my boys. Oh. Rebecca's got her boys. I just, you know how I have like Kevin's you know, I got women. My boys. Yeah, Kevin's got her boys. Oh, I see. I Karen see. Karen on has the Karen's roster. boys. Yes, Rebecca has her boys. Yeah. Oh my God. One of whom is I mean, Jeremy even, Strong. You know. <laughs> well, I don't. Jeremy Strong. <laughs> I mean, well, how many more boys do you need? He's the number one boy. Number one. Well, he's out. I mean, the big the big story with that was like I I you know I was basically smoking. Oh no! I shouldn't say that. I don't smoke cigarettes on podcasts. Listen, well, this this podcast parents, is very low circulation. I don't think it's going to make its way back listen, to the family. We, I've never smoked a cigarette in my damn life. We want life. your mess. <laughs> we want your Mom. imperfection. We want your smoke. I want to meet you where you're at. I was smoking a, a fake prop cigarette on the set of Suck. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> of the Suck. It was a prop, and and I was you know blah 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 blab it along to whoever the fuck. And I did find out that like afterwards, Jeremy's. I found out someone told me that Jeremy Strong was sitting right behind me on like a fire uh, hydrant situation. And I was like, no, he wasn't. That's not true. He wasn't there. I didn't see it. Yeah, well, you probably turned around and like he still, he missed your clearance, you know? (laughs) I mean, he's low to the ground. I told me that it was like I was about to back up into him. Because, you know, (laughs) when I talk, I'm all over the place. (laughs) Like I'm doing a little dance, you know? Oh my gosh. Um, And and my speaking. And that was crazy. I was like, what the fuck was I saying? Was I saying some dumb shit? No, but he probably used that as fuel, as material for the scene. You know, famously, everything is material for him. Yeah. yeah, and Jer exactly. Bear's sitting on a fucking fire hydrant, nose deep in a poetry book that he can quote from the next Vanity Fair piece about him. Fingering his little he talisman necklace that he wears hat. for good luck. I believe the poets yeah. have said that. Tying another I mean, scarf it was around. perfect. Putting together his own book of hymns. Looking at his Pinterest mood board, yeah. Johnny Depp outfits. Yes. <laughs> And you all better be saying this in love because you know I'll fight all for love. Uh, yeah, all love. Yeah, go total love. <laughs> Everyone trying to have opinions about about the man, and I say, you know what? Be I must have stick some by good him. faith. Okay, I are you, stand by Are you enjoying the performances? Let him. him be. I am enjoying. That's true. Yeah. I can't. I can't love the work and then also disparage the artists. It's not right. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it's the big conversation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He's not like Jared Leto fucking sending, no, you know, doing no. Jared Leto type like shit. He's not a criminal. In a FedEx Truly. or whatever. Listen, yeah. if you, if anyone has taken like a single Meisner acting class, like you should fucking get it and, and cool, cool down off the guy. Okay. That okay. shit's already... That's Fair it. Enough. You know about Meisner? Meisner, I think, is basically Dianetics. It's basically like, it's kind of insane because <laughs> it is cult. Yeah, I heard it's pretty cult like, right? No, it's like, true. Pretty controlling. Isn't that what it's the like, Barry uh, that acting scene? teacher is based off of? Oh, uh, old uh, Henry Winkler? Yeah, I think he's based yeah. off of that guy. Yeah. I mean, it's like, remember the scene in The Master where yes. Joaquin touching Phoenix the walls. Is walking back? Yes. It's. Yeah. It's basically that. Mm-hmm. It's literally basically that. That's and like so it kind of works. I'll say. Hey. I definitely cried in some classes, you know. It, it enhances <laughs> so. the experience to know that Jeremy did that. You know, like all of this hate I'm sending down. It's also right. because like I'm so glad he did that because it makes watching him all the more fun. Listen, it's one of the most. I mean, I was I was watching him and he. Um, <laughs> he's gorgeous. 
and intense <laughs> and perfect. Okay, I don't know what else to say. I think that's I'm that's so a, jealous. And, and and we'll be co-workers soon. We'll be co-workers. It's fine. You know, you are. Like, I mean, you're. I'm, not, you I'm are. honestly not even trying to get on that set much more. I'm trying to, you know. Make some stuff happen. So okay, book it, bitches. <laughs> book it. She's booking. Book um, it, bitches. And we we do want to talk about the I'm good booking. book with you, and that is the Bible, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and talk about your history with religion, with faith, etc. Yeah, how'd you grow up with it? What was yes. your experience with it? When did you first dedicate your life to I, Christ? As Jeremy Strong put together his own book of hymns, how did you come to God's book of hymns? <laughs> Wait, did he really? Yeah, let me tell no, you. No, in the in the uh, New Yorker profile, the 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 writer mm-hmm. Michael Shulman, I believe is his name, says you have a lot of quotes. Yeah, you quote a lot of poetry, and you seem to have five quotes for everything I say. And Jeremy says, "I'd like to think yeah. I've put together my own book of hymns." Oh my god! Yeah, so that is a quote from uh, what a dream. That piece. I'm so happy he's and that's doing that. Sick. It's and to me that's sick. Actually, that's it. You know. Yeah, just have your stuff, your references ready. Absolutely, I'd like to think Good Christian Fun is our smart. own book of hymns. Classroom Crush is Rebecca's yeah. book of hymns. <laughs> yeah, and the and the hymns are, wow, that boy's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Or that Reverse was triggered. That yeah. quote has gotten me through some tough <laughs> times in life. Like, really, it was there for me. Like, when stuff happened to my grandma. So I'm really glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that. I'm glad. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad to be. You know, supportive. I'm glad to be there for for those who need it. Yeah, but no. So Christianity, religion. Um, so my dad, my dad's a classic. You know, pretty staunch atheist, and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. So oh that wow, was always fun. How about wow. that? I always, um, he, you know, he would tell the story of like being in school and he would sneeze and it'd be like, well, bless you. Bless you, Jesus. You know, like, I think that that probably made it easier for him to be like, not for me. Yeah. Do you know how he came to be such a staunch atheist? Like what was the decision-making with that? I, I don't know if there was like, um, a decision. I don't know how much it was really like, that side of my family, my dad's side, are not as, at least, you know, in my memory, as tied to, like, faith. Like, my grandma from my my mom's side is, like, for sure, faith is a big, huge part of her life. It's, like, not not what I'm writing a script about, you know? Like, it's it was very much a guiding force. But I never got that, like, I never went to church with that side. Mm. Um, so I think that, I don't know if it was, like, a lifelong thing, but I think he was, like... Um, just just jaded enough, yeah, to say, you know, no, th- no God, you know, yeah. that's all f- silly fantasy. I want, I don't know how he feels about it now. Probably not, um, much different. I maybe he's a little bit softer on it, uh, mm. but but unsure. I'd have to ask. Well, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but my mom, on the other hand, I did. You know, I don't care. <laughs> dad, dad, how's the how's the God talk going? What's the what's that vibe? <laughs> But my mom, on the other hand, um, she, I grew up with her going to some like non-denominational churches. Um, is that, that's yes. the word, right? No, you yes. got it. No, Nailed you're it. Nailing it. That's you're a tough so one. It's just when Rebecca. I said it out loud, it sounded no, it's so weird. No, it's a weird a one. <laughs> when, what ages were you going things. to the non-denoms? Non-denoms. I was going to the non-denoms perhaps <laughs> like... Nine ten ish area. Mm. Like I think I was a little bit older, 
we would go to Unity on the Bay. Ooh. Not like so consistently like every week, I don't think. But um, it was the sort of sitch where I would go with like the to, to the, the kids had like a section like upstairs that like we would go to during the real service, I think. And it would be like VeggieTales vibes. Like I remember yeah. just kind of chilling. Yeah. But I liked that place a lot, Unity, because it was like cool and like more way more spiritual and they had like big bands and I did love like the music mm. I loved the music and I loved um like the meditation like I would I would end up wanting to stay with my mom mostly for the meditation because oh. they would have like big music and then like whatever the, the 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 meditation moment where it's like closing your eyes and they're and it's very soothing and and yeah. and they're saying something about being present and something about an, a higher power. Oh. And, and I don't. I think it was very much like, yeah, it was more loosey goosey spiritual, and it was at least for me at the time it was vibes based, and I enjoyed the vibe. But I also, I was a concert girl, so I just loved live music, you know, in general. <laughs> I had been going to concerts since I was like right. four, so I was like, yeah, let's rock and roll. <laughs> Where's the pit? Get me in there. But, <laughs> yeah. And like that, but that was, that was an interesting thing because that didn't happen for so long. I don't know. It's hard to think of the timeline, but I remember my mom's partner at the time, Nancy, who I grew up with till I was like eight. Um, she was not about the vibes. Huh. She was not about the spirituality vibes. And I know that that was a conflict for them. Interesting. Um, I wonder too, what was remember, going on with your mom that, you know, suddenly at nine or 10, you know, she wants to go start attending some place that you guys had oh, it well, before. Oh, I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So there's, so there's a couple of reasons. Like my, I mean, my mom has been, and I talked to her before I came, so I'm not like spilling not speaking anything out of turn. Okay, yeah. But my mom has been in a 12-step program since I, since like before I was born. So, so has been my entire life. Um, it's like a like a food addiction program, but you know, 12-step. It's it's all the same tenets, no matter what the you know thing is. And 12 step obviously has a lot of like ingrained, you know, spirituality and I think like Christian practices. Right. And so I really like, I grew up, I, th I think I, I, I grew up very influenced by like 12 step sort of language and mm -hmm. practices. Cause my mom was always very open with me, you know, like I would be in the car, she would call her sponsor, whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's shit that I knew about since I was little. And I think I I also grew up with my mom in this relationship with another woman, like since I was a baby, you know, since early as I could remember till eight. So I was obviously like the the like Catholic Christian, you know, that was not um it's actually interesting. I I've like asked my mom in preparation for like trying to write this story, uh about, you know, what it was like with my grandma. My grandma is very Catholic. My grandma, mm -hmm. I mean, she, she was, she's been connected to God since she was like three years old. You know, it's been like a huge guiding force in her life. And, and she is, I think like such a beautiful example of like 
taking those the good principles of these religions, which is just like love and care, mm-hmm. you know, like she really does move that way through through her life. And that also, you know, made her be tolerant of this like gay relationship that my mom was in, you know, like I'm sure there was never it was never like it wasn't completely, you know, oh, cool. That's fine. You know, I'm sure it took a moment, you know, right. Um but that was never like an issue really. Um, but I think that also made me, I, I would go to church with my grandma and, and Patty, my aunt, who's a year older than me and, and my person. And she was my hundredth episode. You gotta listen. She's the best. Um, and Patty went to like St. Rose of Lima Catholic school. So, um, there is a period of time when my mom and Nancy broke up that we were staying with my grandma and so I would go to church with them like semi often. Oh yeah. Uh, and I felt very like I was like, you know, eight or nine. And I think part of the reason that my mom started taking me to unity was she felt more able to because of like not being in that relationship, you know, like like there there was a lot of work that she did post that divorce that like I think also not divorced. They were never like legally married, but, um, that just allowed herself to be very open, um, with, you know, her idea of a higher power. And Mm. it didn't feel like a thing that was really forced on me. Um, but I do think I grew up with this idea of like, I like to internalize it as like the universe, right? Like, I don't think of it as like a capital G God, but I've always, through my mom specifically, known that like there's some shit in the universe and there's something about being open to possibility and open to things that like will, you know, allow the universe to provide for you. And and it's true that I've had a lot of examples of that in, in my life. Like I was pretty from a young age, like if I wanted something, you know, I would figure it the fuck out and I would get it. And it's, it's funny because we talk about manifestation a lot now, but like I was doing that all the time when I was little. Mm. And it's, I think what makes me really believe like in some, you know, it's, it's, it's what makes me very susceptible to like the artist way, which I did <laughs> in the last. Julia like, Cameron years. shouts out. Listen, the artist way absolutely like fucks. The artist way definitely like helped me get out of such a hole I was in, like Mm. trying to figure out how to balance my like protest activist abolitionist life with like who I was before all of that and my dreams and shit. Like the artist way fucking rocks. I think the artist way fully changed my life and we'll see how much in the future, you know? But I think it's also very familiar sort of ideas of like there being a giving universe and, and, you know, to, to whoever it could be a giving God and, you know, whatever, but like a loving giving presence that if you are open to, um, can, can find its way to help you and, and be there for you. Um, but I do remember like very much distinguishing that I was like spiritual. I I think in, in like early high school, maybe late middle school, I was probably saying something about like pagan or something when I found out new words. Or no, I think I called myself agnostic for a while. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. When I like found out what that meant. And I was like, I guess this is kind of what I'm into, you know? 
but definitely not like religious. Because when I would go to, to church with my grandma and Patty, I would be, oh, so like, in my head, self-righteous, like, cause I just knew I was like, organized religion is bad and oppressive, mm. you know? And where, like, where were you getting that as a kid? I think I was just like an edgy girl mm. kind of. Mm-hmm. And I think just by nature of having like two moms for a period of time and like understanding homophobia in like yeah. religion, literally what I used to do. Cause I was just like, I, I was like, I just want to be a punk girl. I was really, I was like, I'm fucking, I'm punk. I, I, I'm fucking skateboard. I don't, I don't care about shit, you know? Yeah. Um, so I remember I used to sit there in church and I was so like politically against it that I was just like, the way that I would deal was I would just think, <laughs> so embarrassing. I would literally just sit there and think about like what I, I was like, I'm going to come in here one night I'm just going to put gay porn all over the walls of this <laughs> yes. church. And I'll just think about like as many like anti yeah, that like what's the most things I could thing. think of. Yeah. And like that was your like quiet yeah, internal like, rebellion. Really shock these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I love this what, idea. I, of, like was, you had valid things like you had seen, you know, maybe what your your mom and mm-hmm. her partner had gone through. And so you had like real, you know, heft, just Florida. But then also know? it was like a lifestyle yeah. thing for you as well, too. I'm just uh, like, well, this has to, you know, the persona needs to yeah. be like consistent. <laughs> it all works together. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm not a church girl. Right, you know? right. And but I'm just, here. <laughs> but I was also curious. It was it was also an interesting experience going to church with Patty. And it's like the church, it's her school's church. So like all of her friends and people are there, you know. And I was, I was baptized, but I never was like confirmed or whatever. Um, so I would never get like, um, what's it called? Uh, Entrance to heaven. Saved. <laughs> Salvation. Yeah. I was never saved. Yeah. Communion. Basically, you know, when they give you, yeah, communion. I was never, I, I like, so at the point in church when it's getting the wine and the, and yeah, the baby. little wafers, I got to sit. Nice. And that was always interesting being like one of a couple people sitting and not getting up to do the thing and feeling like, oh, I'm like not in this. I don't think mm-hmm. it made me really want to be in it. The driving thought was, I got to know what those wafers taste like. <laughs> like it really was that. And then once I did get Patty, I was like, Patty, God, just get, just, just sneak you one. Sneak you a little body yeah. of Christ. Yeah, just sneak it. <gasps> Just a little yeah. bit. Just Whoa. a little bit, Patty. Come and on. Patty you know I'm good for it. A little, <laughs> listen, Patty was such a little goody two-shoes. She was not a rule breaker like that. <laughs> but one time she did get it. And we were like, Ooh, yes. oh, my God. And oh I my God. tried it. And I was like, it's not that good. And she was like, oh, my God. I can't believe I just sinned. I just sinned for you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I sinned. Oh so gosh. we had fun. We had fun. That's great. But I definitely, like, it's interesting. I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like thinking about what I believed in and how I behaved in church. Um, I was, you know, I, I behaved fine, but just like in my mind, I felt like, okay, if there's a God who is seeing into my mind, I want that God to know that I'm against a lot of this. So I would just try to like think about things that were anti like organized religion sort of. Yes. You wanted to be <laughs> like, I ready. Know what I was. Oh, this makes yeah. total sense to me. Like this is like, I think exactly like how like 
a younger brand and probably even me now yeah, like I was about being to say a meeting now. yeah it's like that's like what I'm doing I'm like <laughs> I'm thinking of all the ways like I don't like this but I'm not gonna say anything but God knows you right. know yeah right. <laughs> but just, you know I don't but it's like that's like all you it, can do you know? too you know on some level and like that's pretty like decent yeah, of you I ultimately mean. you know but I definitely did feel like there was something you know mm-hmm. and 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 like I never really prayed like the extent of my prayer was like the prayer of serenity and that was like very much a mom thing and a, and and like a 12 step thing mm. that I mean I didn't realize at the time necessarily like what that meant in the context of like addiction and 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 a 12 step program but just like the idea of what is it like accept that like like I hope I have the wisdom to um accept the things I can't change and the knowledge like what to, is it now I can't even remember the knowledge to, to change other people change. and manipulate them to do what I want <laughs> yeah, them exactly. to do <laughs> for my exactly own purposes that. the courage to be badass as possible at all times to be sick as hell <laughs> yeah. to have the whole be punk rock and the wisdom to know the difference and there you go <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it was the prayer of the protection or there was the prayer of serenity and there was a prayer of protection that like, I can't remember exactly what the prayer of protection was. I feel like I've looked it up and it's never the wording that I remember, uh-huh. but that one I would pull out like some in, t- in times of need where I'm just like, and even up, even like up until semi recently, I think there was, um, I was like thinking about my boyfriend, something was going on with my boyfriend or something. And, um, I, I, I was just, I, I felt in the need to have like a sort of prayer of protection type moment of just like, cause, cause I do, I did, I did always feel like, and still do feel like if I I can will it, I can will it into existence. I can think and say everything into existence and a lot of things I have, you know, mm. so I'm just like, if I think it hard enough and I, and I guess that's what like prayer is, you know, but I'm just like, to me, it's like, yeah, I don't know, willing a thing, saying it enough times I can make it happen. And, 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 and I've, I've been proven right a lot of the time, you know, yeah. now and I that- just need to be in succession and then that'll be check, check it off, you know, <laughs> and then you're done. There's list. nothing the else you could ever want. Again. I don't know. Yeah. And it feels like that's yeah. the most consistent thing from a life, a spiritual practice that you've kept is just like the sort of yeah. manifestation adjacent idea of figuring it out and making things happen yeah. for yourself with determination. And, and maybe you could call it manifestation or use a, a, a different term for that, but that's, that's what yeah. you hold on and to I mean, now. I hold on to that and I do think like fucking whatever the artist way like said it in a way that I think is really interesting that I think about a lot and I think has I just didn't like you know uh, vocalize or have the vocabulary for um, when I was younger but it's just like the like this idea of um, you know we think we're scared of there being no God when in reality we're actually scared of there being a God because then that sort of implies a sense of responsibility Mm. where it's like, if you ask the universe, if I ask the universe for help on this thing and then I get help, you know, and I get something, then fuck. Okay. That is a giving universe. I have to like, now I have to roll with that. Now I can't deny. That's what I think has been a Mm. real thing for me lately is like, 
not denying the gifts that I've been given in the past and like not dismissing them as like coincidences or whatever. Like, no, there's been some shit. I don't know. Like, mm. and, and to deny it is sort of like, that's like the, co- the coward's way now, you know, ah. where it's like, I have to mm. accept that there's some weird shit that happens sometimes and I can't explain, but I better fucking work with that. Cause if not, then like, what am I doing? You know, mm. like, like that, th- that is coming from more of a place of fear. I think, I think it's also like, like not being as scared of asking the world or God or whoever for something that you might need. And yeah, if you get it, what the fuck does that mean? What are the implications of that? You yeah. Know? What's the responsibility at that point? Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I, I'm trying to like, I, I'm trying to be aware of that, you know, and like, and not deny things and be, and, and that's, I think what the biggest like, thing from my mom has always been is this idea of like being open. Like you need to just be open to the world and like things will happen. And like, I do think it's, it's like an intangible sort of thing, but it's, it's real, you know? And the other thing that's kind of sounds stupid, but is, has, has been true for me in life is like, I've never understood the conversation of like, like science versus religion. Like, I've never understood that because to me, science is magic. Like, science is God. Science is, like, I think about, like, photosynthesis. It's so stupid, but photosynthesis, you can can explain to me scientifically what all that is and what it means and what it does. But I'm like, those are made up. What is that? Totally. Are you telling me that this thing that's like this turns into a bare ass tree at some point because of other stuff? That's crazy. Right. And, like, the idea of an idea in the artist way that I really liked was just the idea of God or the universe or whatever, um, being an inherently creative thing. Like Mm -hmm. look at the world around us. It's crazy. If you pay attention to like, there's a million different types of fucking flowers and birds and some of them look crazy. Like all of that to me is the same. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I have a declaration on what it is besides like, man, that's just crazy. (laughs) that's crazy science is crazy science is spirituality part of that you know we're not like separate you know sterile observers of this world and this level of creativity like we are also a result of that creativity and that like incredible abundance and we're not passive in that we can also like participate in it and and that's what you do like you can start setting things in motion and be a part of that like dance that everything's yeah. doing, you know, and that's, that's allowed. And that's like, cool. And it's just like, we think about, you know, the shit, you know, just like atoms and matter and all of that. Like, it's all crazy. It's all crazy. mystical to me, you know, I do think it's all magic. <laughs> totally. And like that to me is like, you know, I'm not going to say all the time, but I do think I, through my mom's influence, um, have tried to use that as like a positive affirming thing, you know, Mm. rather than being like, like weighed down by like whatever, you know, the idea of not having control or whatever. Like, like I think that my mom really tried to raise me to be open and excited and curious. That's like, that's a big thing that I'm finding 
now as I get older is like, I think one of my like biggest tools as a person is like to be curious, you know, and that includes being curious about like all of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think I, 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 I'm really trying to choose to be curious and wonder rather than be like mad and upset and stressed about, about like, you know, where, where is my life going to go? And like, what uncontrollable factors are there and et cetera, you know? Right. Um, And like how that reflects on my character or something rather than just like, oh, you know, that's interesting. I reacted that way. You know, what does that mean? And what could happen next? You know? Yeah, exactly. It's all so many questions. And it's, it's interesting. Like I do, I do hate, I generally do hate the unknown and it is very scary to me and it is very stressful And there's definitely like, you know, like a sicko mode alternate version of me that is just like weighed down by the unknown rather than curious about the possibility. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, and like, I for sure have moments like that where it's like very, why me? And why, you know, why is this person getting this and not me? And da, 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 da. Like, it's very easy to slip into that. Um, But I try not to. Yeah, I do. I try not to because I think about the photosynthesis and then that shit blows my mind again. (laughs) You said photosynthesis and I immediately looked at my plants I've neglected to water (laughs) in this room. Dying. It's no There's still life in that sucker over there. there. There's a little little life. There's a little life in that. And there's a little life. No, it is crazy though because... What's crazy? Mm, I want to know what's crazy. I was just going to say... No, no, just like... I've never been one to have plants. I think for a long time, I didn't understand. I was like, I don't, I don't get the whole plant thing. You know, ah, get a pet, you know? Not for you. And then no. we, I, I lived with plant people. And then I was like, actually, those kind of rocks. And these are kind of my little babies. Aren't they cool? And it is true. I've had some plants look like they were truly dead. And then I give them a little water, give them a little sun. And the way they come back, they bounce back. They're flourishing. That's crazy. Yes. That is so crazy. And I think little things like that ground me Ground me in the sort of like uh, magical, you know, which is totally. which is antithetical. But I'm just like, okay, I can just settle in and like understand that all of this is loco. I just am saying in many different ways that I think the life is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my that's main religious it. like, tenet. It's crazy, man. I was wild. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, okay. You're influencing crazy. me so much. I was like. I, I was looking at my artist way book yesterday that I made like a third of the way through before I was like, I don't want to journal all the time. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. And so yep. I'm like, I put it in mm-hmm. my donation bag pile. And now I'm like, should I go fish that back out? I'm like, start reading that again. Like that might be worth it. <laughs> we'll see. Well, dude, it's but like, you know, I have felt like when I was doing that freaking book, I would come upon people all the time, every week, at least I would meet someone who knew about it, had thought about doing it, maybe quit doing it. Like people that I, and this is what I talk about when I'm just like, shit is mystical and whatever. I feel like I end up like gravitating to or the people gravitate towards me who like need to hear a certain thing that I might be able to say, you know? That does happen to me all the time. And and people do vocal, like I don't think it's me just like making it up. It's like, vocalized to me where it's like, wow, I really, I actually really needed to hear that. And I've been thinking about, you know, our conversation that very like happenstance type shit, but I do walk away feeling like, no, I think I like 
made some sort of impact there, you know? And, and I think those things are not coincidental mm, often, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And you do have to be open Basically, to that. And like, you have to be open to savior. share it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you are. No, you are. You're yeah. actually my God now. And thank you. And uh, we, can we talk thank you. every day? And thank you. And, and, <laughs> it's, and it's conversations, happenstance, coincidences like this that are confirmation of miracle mm-hmm. that maybe we are meant to live for so much more. Meant to live. Rebecca, <laughs> thank you for sharing thank your you story. Thank you, That was lovely. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. It's Singles yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, singles ministry. This is the format where we take one single Christian song and talk about it for the entirety of the second half of the show. This week's song is "Meant to Live." Banger alert! By Switchfoot. "Meant to Live" from 2003. This is a nearly 20-year-old song, two decades old. This song has been in our lives in a big way. Uh, I think we should just go ahead and listen to it real quick, and then we'll talk about it. Please, please. I'm about to go off. Yeah. Coming at the top of the hour, this is 104 The Fish. We love the Lord, and we hope you do too. Fumbling his confidence and wondering why the world has passed him by. Hoping that he's been for more than Arguments and failed attempts to try. We were meant to live for so much more. We lost ourselves somewhere we live inside. Somewhere we live inside. We were meant to live for so much more. We lost ourselves somewhere. Meant to live, meant to live, wow. meant to live. From their 2003 uh, album, The Beautiful Letdown. The Beautiful Wet Down, okay? Hey. Listen. I'm dripping. Wet clown. I'm dripping. She's dripping. Caroline yeah. knows we're sweaty. It's not often we get to just really rock on this show. <laughs> yes. 
This what, is I can't believe this hasn't been covered roll. yet. What a sad prison we've built for ourselves. <laughs> like, we don't get to rock if we really want to. Switchfoot. <laughs> the, the, the kings of, yeah. of badass sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's right. Um, Rebecca, oh, yeah. what's your experience with this song? What's your background with it? How did Yo, it come into your dude. life? Dude. I mean. Tell me. This so ironically, I talked about my mom a lot first half of this show, but this is very much dad vibes. With my wow. dad, we were very like music was our shit, you know, concerts was our thing. And we listened to a lot of bands that of the time of the era that did end up being Christian bands. And I think he knew, um, you know, like as as much as we all did at the time, um, he did not seek them out for being Christian bands. He just knew what rocked and what rolled. And yeah. we listened to a lot of this. I mean, we listened to Switchfoot. We listened to Reliant K. We listened to Lifehouse. We listened to all that shit, you know? What? But this song. Your atheist dad was doing Reliant K and Lifehouse and Switchfoot? Because my dad loves to rock. And, and he's like, jams or jams? Jams or jams Maybe he was questioning. Maybe he was going through it. I'm thinking about that now. I'm like, I wonder if it, See, never, people if it ever apply opened this some doors. People on Instagram <laughs> say, "Are you, Kevin, when are you going to come out as bisexual? In the same way, Caroline's asking, when is your dad going to come, come out? Come out as a lover of the when Lord. When is my dad going to come out Christian. as a believer? Yeah. <laughs> He's got all yeah, the marks. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, faithful, at least. <laughs> I, I wonder. I mean, I think that... I wonder if it's more like the organized religion thing. Here what here's what it is. Maybe he'll listen to this and be like, "Wow, you dragged me." But um, I think, in the sense that I am like curious about possibility, he is a little bit more of a pessimist in that pessimist slash realist in that way. But he loves music. He's he's a soulful guy. You know, he mm -hmm. he'll tear up at a at a. I mean, dude listens to Missy Higgins and shit. Like he is absolutely a soft guy inside but this shit just simply rocked this was one of you know i had a core group of songs um from this era that you know would always be on my mix cds that i would absolutely go off to and this was definitely one of like the tops and i think for me it was rocking out in the car i always remembered this song being played at like um ice skating rinks in Miami for some reason. <laughs> it was this song and and the other song that's like, what is it? I can't think of it now, but I might remember it later. And it's just for me, like the perfect high drama, you know, mm -hmm. like de I, I really gravitate towards music that sounds like desperate, you know? Yes. And I mean, at the time, I think everything, go figure, for me was like through the lens of like love, you know? So for me, this could be a love song. We were meant oh, to live sure. for so much oh, more. Oh, wow. Know? Oh, wow. like me and Bay. Me and Bay yeah, were meant to live for the, so much and more. We yeah. have a big love story. So, wow. Okay, let me break it down for you because I was looking at the lyrics and I was listening to it again. And and for me, really, it's like, I mean, when you put this song on, it's so like sense memory. It's in my body. Yeah. Like I feel it. Um, but I think like the way that I related to this song, not really thinking of it as like a God or Jesus thing, um, not thinking of it in, as a Christian thing was like, I was kind of a jaded kid 
And I think I felt misunderstood. I think I felt a little bit as like a misfit at the, especially at the time. Um, and I think I was like a mature kid um, for various reasons. I, I was always the, you know, getting old soul kind oh of boy. shit, right. you know, and like parents loved me. <laughs> yeah. And, and men would absolutely tell oh, me that cool. later <laughs> in life. Um, for sure. For sure. But I did feel a little bit like not totally connected to people to 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 my peers or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think this idea of like, and I was also like, oh, I could not wait to get out of Miami. I really wanted to be an adult. I want. I was like thirteen, going on thirty vibes. Like I wanted a real adult relationships in life and opportunities. Yeah. So I think for me, like we were meant to live for so much more. Was like how I felt. I was like, I'm so. Like, over this shit, I meant for so much more than this. Mm -hmm. And I think I also loved the, like, gravitated towards the idea of, like, us against the world type shit, you know? Yeah. Like, like, and, and there just being some sort of fight. Like, this song has a lot of fight in it, you know? There's a very noble angst that's inherent in the yes. song of, like... We could do mm -hmm. better. It's not even like we're in trouble. Exactly. It's just like, is this all that we are? That famous Zac Efron line. And, we want and more we than are this world got to offer. <laughs> you know? Well, I was thinking yeah. like every, I mean, people have probably spoke, talked about this a lot or have said it better than I did, but I'm thinking too, like every punker, you know, is like really an idealist at the end of the day because they're just like angry at the obvious yeah. systemic issues and they want to rebel against it and not be yeah. a part of it because it's like you have a conscience and you like have an imagination and you could see things. That's the thing. You know? Yeah. Like, like, like when you, you know, not to get down this rabbit hole, but like true anarchists and I, and I know a few true anarchists like are idealists. They, they you know, it's not like rah, rah, destruction. Like anarchy is about a better world. Abolition is about a better world, you know? And, right. and you have... Like to be truly to to truly be that like that's where where your values are and they, they come from they're an angry response to a very tender loving place yeah. and I think that that's kind of always been my mode in in a way of just like Ugh, but it's because I love you you know right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was definitely such an angsty little kid you know and like very emotional like like. This song is just so potent, you know? Like, we want more than this world's got to offer. We want more than wars the wars of our fathers. Of our fathers. Can we play that bridge Very just for a second? Because we need to hear it. It's yes, so please, beautiful. Please. Oh. I mean, I love that part. It's, you know, you have this like big, broad, you know, call to action, the anger, just like, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then you have the bridge and that is like mm -hmm. the heart of the song. It sounds so sweet. It's like smooth and like lovely. So and it's like, we're more than this. We're more than like what our dads are obsessed with, which is World War II. We're they more than boomer history channel history shows. Channel. We need to break free the Normandy of the beach invasion of the allies and the axis, yes. you know? And, and, and like, again, it's about imagination and like, and like, and the everything mm -hmm. inside screams for second life. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. And not the app, but the idea of Second Life. <laughs> the idea. And like, I think looking at it now and just like thinking about 
my life up into that po- until that point and like what I had sort of experienced and like and and just what whatever I had been going through and would continue to go through it's like a lot of things were you know I I had a lot of transitions and a lot of pivots and I did have a lot of like new beginnings that I had to sort of start over in I think you know like third grade was third to fourth like was my real kind of like ah uh, like, like sort of what would be third a middle school fourth? grunginess was like third to fourth third for to me. Fourth? That's Eight so years young. old. Yeah. <laughs> it was really young, but like that's when I was really in the depths of like, that was like around when my, when my mom and Nancy broke up and that was really like, um, you know, innocence gone type thing. Totally. And that was when I became like jaded. That's when I was like, yeah, you're like, let's get and real. I think I felt no more kids stuff anymore. Literally. Yeah. And like being honest with myself, I think I I did feel a little like separate from kids my age, but also in a little bit of a self-righteous way and a little bit of a like, you guys don't even fucking get it, you know? Right. And I think that the idea, like the line of like, have we lost ourselves and whatever? I think I also felt that way, like culturally, like I thought like kids my age, I was like, what are you guys doing? You know, come on. Like, I just, I just was Sets not the about... boy bands, MTV. With your multiplication yeah. tables. <laughs> grow up. And it's the sort of thing that would like, that would grow, that would like extend from, from beyond there of like, oh, you know, if I'm in high school and it's like, girlies on Snapchat, like, hello. Like duck face is just like, have we lost ourselves? What the fuck are we doing? Right, you right. <laughs> Right. Well, and also probably I being like, I you guys are a little self-righteous. We want more than sheltered. the duck lips of our mothers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The duck lips of our mothers will haunt us. I just want real go. life. Yeah. And I did, th- but, but I definitely use this as a love song for, for when I had crushes, you know, oh my gosh. Um, which looking at the, you know, I don't know. The, the love really song just like... in the sense of like, when you had a crush on someone, you were like, we're friends, but That's we were a... meant to live <laughs> for so mm-hmm. much more romantically speaking. Oh, well, and especially this this part, um, maybe we've been living with eyes half open. Maybe we're maybe bent, we're and, bent broken. and broken. That was me. If you ever talked about being bent and broken in a song when I was around that age, I was like, yep, that's me. Like, like yes. there's, there's a Dashboard Confessional song that's like, I can bend and not break. And that's really how I felt about myself, you know? I was like, maybe we are meant bent and broken, but like we are meant for more, you know. Now, apparently this is a reference to the C.S. Lewis novel Out of the Silent Planet. Oh, with maybe we're being broken. And of course, he literally refers to of mice and men with mice and men. Yeah. Tui vibes. Yeah. Um, But it is very uh, T.S. Eliot also based uh, on Mm -hmm. the poem The Hollow Mm -hmm. Men. So just like part of this lineage of yearning and longing for higher purpose, but then filtered yes. through this sort yes. of vague, you know, maybe post-Christian, but Christian lens, but enough of a a, a big enough mm-hmm. tent for enough people to come through, including a big enough tent for it to be a tie-in with, uh, I don't know yeah. if you guys watched the official music video, but this oh. was... I don't... So oh, he looks so cute. Yeah, this is John Foreman. But here, did you know that this was a tie-in for the UK soundtrack of a certain superhero movie called Spider-Man <gasps> 2? Shut I didn't up, know this. Spider-Man 2? Yeah. So, Meant to yeah, Live was like done in promotion. <laughs> so this 
This music video. How did I forget this? John Foreman walking around New York City with shots of this Peter Parker huge. and Aunt May walking no, around. Dude. Oh my God. Spider Man iconic soundtracks. I mean, Spider Man had Vindicated famously, Dashboard Confessional. You know, like you could Whoa. not. That was like, my dad was a big movie uh, uh, soundtrack guy. I don't think that's how he got into this, but oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. it makes sense to me. It's a cinematic song. It, it is know? cinematic. Very cinematic. I can't believe this. It's so this is like state. big budget. Like this is big deal. I mean, I knew Switchfoot was popular, but I kind of like didn't realize they were getting superhero They're movie main, money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's just that this song is perfect. Like, what is wrong with this song? It is perfect. <laughs> no. Why right? wouldn't you want to be aligned with this song? But it is it is funny for all this meaning <laughs> and sort of like imagery that we're that we've brought to the lyrics in our personal lives and expression. Rebecca with crushes right. and Caroline stuff. It's like, no, this is actually about Doc Ock. Right, it's and the, the Spider Man with Toby McGuire does his little like dance. That's right. <laughs> but listen, was Peter Parker not meant? For something more? Truly. Yeah. You know? Aunt May was Peter meant to was live meant to for live so much more, more. etc. Yeah. Oh, and we we also... Uh, Alfred Molina. Alfred, he was meant to live for so much more. <laughs> we have a segment we do sometimes on the show, Rebecca, called Cover Me. Yes. In which we go to YouTube, find a cover of the song that we're talking about. We're not going to go to YouTube for this one. We're, we're going to go right for... Okay. Switchfoot's TikTok page and watch them do Uh-oh. a bossa nova version of this song Ooh. themselves. No one is sure. Can't about believe they're on TikTok. Oh my gosh. I'm in love with him. He's, he's a hot, you know, he aged well. Is he? Is he God? I mean, he's kind of like doing. He's kind of going Brad Pitt, you know, with this the hair crazy. and the styling. But yeah. he's like what Brad Pitt wants to be, you know, like he's, he's like what, the real deal. Versatility on my guy's switch foot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He doesn't have to wear a skirt at a premiere to get attention. Right. He just like is that. <laughs> uh. Gracious. So, gosh. I will say another thing about this song that was, you know, I would be lying if I didn't bring it up. It was a big part of my relationship to it. I love to sing to this song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, when I would find the songs in my range that I could absolutely belt in my room, you know they're becoming, they're going to the top of the list. Because <laughs> if there's a note I can't hit in the song, it's going down. Oh, but it yeah. was all within my range. And I would, and like, I would sing Switch Foot. I would sing like Evanescence and shit. And I'd be like, I sound amazing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it would really be my therapy. Yes. But yeah. And I mean, I would be remiss to say if I don't feel that way today. You know, I was listening to this song last night or earlier today and I was absolutely belting it. And I was like, sounds pretty good to like, me. Might bring it out at karaoke or something. every note. <laughs> That's another reason I loved this song. I don't envy yeah. the New York City existence of not being able to have at least the concert hall venue of an enclosed car. Oh, there's nothing better. On the freeway. <laughs> Riding solo, That's driving solo. the only place solo. I feel it's safe. It's the worst. thing. Yeah. It's really the worst. Because, you know, late night driving. When I, when I had my car senior year in high school, it was singing t- all the time. Like, I sounded, oh, I sounded amazing. Yeah. I sounded amazing singing along. I feel know? bad for the people that are really in so my good. car with me and don't get to hear me hit every note. 
I feel bad for them too. I feel bad for myself for not being in the car with you more, Caroline. Yeah, yeah it sucks. It's so it's get a sad. ticket to the show. And maybe you and me, Caroline, we we ride out to New York City, scoop up Rebecca, and do a road trip back we, we west. We carpool karaoke, GCF. Oh, oh God. And, it's, and then we're in there. I it's a crane that's shot. That's what I was picturing. Exactly I was like, no. The concept. Wait a minute. Yeah, and you know who you are in that. You are James. Corbett. I'm no. I'm Adele. I know. Oh. Sorry. You're Jimmy. You're Jimmy. I'm James Corden being like, wow, I never thought I'd be in Liverpool with Paul McCartney. I'm tearing up. I have Probably emotions. not. Anything else? Anything else get we want to... James wanted? on the pod. What's that? I think you should get James on the pod. Well, he's leaving late night, so he'll probably want to... He's got free time. He'll have a oh, little free time no. to ignore his children <laughs> oh, on planes. Sorry, Rebecca. I didn't mean to make you sad. <laughs> Break the news. That was really terrible to hear. All right, carpool no, man, karaoke with this Ezra song... Miller. <laughs> oh my god! Don't talk about it. You know that he. You know what? I mean, they. I was obsessed with oh, Ezra. Oh my gosh! Oh, Ezra's gorgeous, like huge, and like cool. Like I well, was. They were. I was watching another Happy Day. I was watching Beware the Gonzo back in the day. You know, I was on absolutely you were being a, real a wildflower. Fan. Yeah, you, you accepted the love you thought you deserved when you watched that movie. Wow. Uh, <laughs> And to me, it was Ezra. Like, I I was like, I was full fantasy. I was like, one day I'm going to get in the spheres <laughs> and like, it will be us. Like yeah. I could, because, you know, part of my little beliefs, you know, is I like when I'm in the mode for it, I believe Oh, you were going to manifest Ezra happen. in your life. Well, thank God I was gonna you didn't manifest have the powers Ezra. you have now because that would have been pretty bad. Dude, you could be I part of like, the rehabilitation <laughs> tour. Listen, it's not too Listen, late. Yeah, actually, like, if you could it's, manifest it's, them over to a police station, a that would be really helpful for everybody, probably. Yeah. I mean, I was I, I, I was going back and listening to some like earlier episodes of the show. I was thinking of doing a greatest hits episode. And then I realized that's really hard. Um, but I was listening <laughs> to some of my episode with my mom. And I asked my mom, I mean, this is years ago. I can't believe I still have like 21 year old me like, on the podcast. But uh, I like asked her, I'm like, who do you think I should end up with? She's literally like, oh, Ezra Miller. Oh <laughs> my God. That was, that was who we had decided. Because she loved Ezra too. Well, and yeah. it was like, this is the vibe. Yeah. Um, we had no reason otherwise. Um, things change. <laughs> I hope that they uh, get the help that they so clearly need. Um, yes. We all need help. And I hope they get it. And I hope everything turns out okay. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I was you know like, what interesting I, you know what I hope? Me. I hope that yeah. maybe one of our sponsors, BetterHelp, will enter the Speed Force hey. with Uh-oh. the Flash and uh, maybe get in there and help uh, them uh, get some therapy. Yeah. They're going to yeah, need some better help. Seamless. Yeah. You did that. That was good. That was a good podcast. <laughs> Wasn't a nice film. plug? Almost, kind of. That was a good one. Anything else we yeah. want to say about this song the before we rate it and rank it? It freaking rocks, and there's nothing like blasting this shit in Miami, driving driving through the streets, rain on the win- on the window. There is absolutely nothing like Whoa. it. And would you make love to this I'm, song? Yes or no? I would cry. I would cry <laughs> during it. <laughs> okay, and maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just An like emotional if one. I had if I if I quote unquote made love to this song, I think it would end with me crying. Right. So I don't know if that means I would. That's or if nice I wouldn't. though. Sometimes but. that's nice. <laughs> that can be a good experience. Healing. It's such an end of the world type song to fuck to. You know, right? Well, I and also put you have to movie. keep in mind that so, now just switch foot. Listen, <laughs> you're making love, and also you're like singing really hard too throughout throughout the yeah. Sesh. <laughs> 
just thrusting, thinking about the wars of our fathers. <laughs> the wars of our fathers. We're so much better than this shit, babe. Come on. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Listen to this song, man. It's therapy, man. I'm so glad no sure. one else did it. That's crazy to me. Um, it is wild, right? I know. I know. Yeah. The last one was uh, Dare You to Move. But okay. Well, uh, Rebecca, the way it works on this show, we're, we're going to give it a holy toast, a holy roast, or something else. Holy toast is a thumbs up. That's when we send John Jesus Foreman all the way to heaven <laughs> with the Switchfoot Boys. Or holy roast, we send it all the way down. Or if we're not sure one way or the other, we can send it to Purgatory, which is the space between. Caroline, we yeah, start baby. with you. Holy Toast, obviously, this is one of the best songs um, of all time. Whoa! I just, I mean, yeah. I was like, I didn't when I saw that you, we were going to cover this. I was like, oh yeah, that song. And then listening to it, I was like, good God, this song! It rocks. It slaps. It fucks it does it all there's nothing it can't do it's beautiful the message has stood the test of time it's amazing mm. you know what a 20 something can write and then it can end up being just like good you know yes. so congrats to switch food congrats <laughs> come come grats to switch my new drop new drop a toast we turn it to rebecca <laughs> That's like going to be a huge absolute toast from me. I think that, you know, if you're going this era, this genre, you really don't get any better. I do um, think that, like the genre of songs that would be played at the ice rink I would go to in Miami sometimes to go ice skating really was the cream of the crop. And when this shit came on, you knew I was absolutely speed skating with tears in my eyes. Eyes. So you know that that Whoa. is one. It, you're correct. It's one of the best songs that's ever been um, recorded in 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 this world. <laughs> one of the top ten songs that's ever. Been. It is. It yeah. might be. I'm like not I kidding. Mean, wow. Yeah. I'm not joking, guys. Like when I'm listening to this, like it's. I'm not gonna say I'm like crying, but it's like she's getting glistening. Sure, you know, right. glistening like on happening. the brink. Absolutely, it might be on the verge. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it yeah. sounds so beautiful and so cathartic to me. And yeah, and yeah, I mean. It's it's songs like this that if 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 me and my dad didn't have songs like this, who knows what There'd that be relationship, no relationship <laughs> yeah, truly, to speak of. Truly is huge, huge. Yeah. Absolute toast arola to the switch foods. Christiana. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. give it a holy trost to switch <laughs> feet as well. Fire up the toaster <laughs> ovens. Yeah. I also appreciate the sort of durability of that opening riff, the bam bam bam. Which continues yeah. as a TikTok trend. I've seen that a lot oh. Oh, on really? TikTok for some reason. Yeah, people say that's the thing. When I'm when I'm talking about TikTok, when I'm thinking about TikTok, I'm thinking like, have we lost ourselves? You know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> when you see some Sorry, cute senior citizen doing the Dougie, it's like, like we were meant to live for so much far. more. Mm -hmm. Gone too far. I agree. Yes. I concur. But now. I do walk it as much as the song meant to me before. It means even more now just picturing Aunt May's face being rescued by your neighborhood friendly Spider-Man. Like, yeah. cause yeah, he wanted more. He wanted more than what Doc Ock wanted. Right. Um, and I can bring that and that's mine now. You know, I can yeah. claim that. <laughs> that is part of the Kevin cinematic <laughs> universe of songs yeah. and music. The Doc Ock Make of ownership. our lives is the limitations we put on ourselves. That's right. 
That's gorgeous. We're helping so many people with this we episode. Are. This is like. beautiful. It's changing lives. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but unfortunately what's going to happen is people are going to listen to the song and say, I was meant to live for so much more. I'm going to stop listening to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> I'm wasting my time. My precious yeah, right? life. Oh, uh, gracious. But sacrificial lambs as podcasters, you know. <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> We're in the fray. Rebecca, let's bring it down to a more worshipful space, a quieter space, like John Krasinski wanted. Uh, and we're going to bring it down because on this show, we're not here to promote ourselves or plug our projects. We are here to lift them up to the Lord, including perhaps something we're enjoying in secular culture. And we start mm. as per usual with Caroline. Um, you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. Obviously, I'm going to lift up Classroom Crush this week, one of the best pieces of secular culture you'll find, hosted by the guest of honor herself. Um, I was just on it and talking about um, my, <laughs> in hindsight, like kind of really checkered, <laughs> like it was kind of sad oh, no. crush history, but I had a great time and I'm I'm all the better for it. And it was truly a delight. So thank you, Rebecca, for having me. Hey, you can also listen to my episode of Classroom Crush recorded Four years ago, four or five years oh, is ago. Is that real? That's real. That's crazy. Yeah, it was 2017 aye, or 2018. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, Caroline. <laughs> we turn it to Rebecca. Well, I absolutely do need to lift up uh, both Caroline and Kevin's episodes of Classroom Crush. <laughs> Two of the best things I've ever done in my life. Um, yeah, I agree you can with find that. me at Almond Milk Hotel on Twitter. Um, I just remembered that I totally forgot to tell you guys that I met Maya Angelou at uh, Unity on the Bay once. So I'm just throwing that in with the plugs. Holy- I'm going to lift up Ma- Maya. Oh my God. What? <laughs> yeah. Random. I know why the Cage Bird podcast. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, exactly. That's huge. Yeah. I'm going to have to lift up uh, Classroom Crush. I'm going to have to lift up, uh, you know, what else do I... I mean, I can't just lift up myself. Yeah, you can. Oh no! I can be it if you if that's how you want. I'm gonna lift up Succession. It's a really good show. You guys should watch (laughs) it. Um, What was your tweet like three or four years ago? Was it Nicholas Braun shoved me? Oh, Nicholas, that was, nah, that wasn't Nicholas Braun. That was Nicholas Holt push me. Nicholas Holt. That was in reference to. This is at the height of like hot celebrity do a mean thing to me culture on Twitter. And Rebecca's was push Push me me is so funny. Well, because it's Nicholas Holt. He pushes someone in the favor. And I said, Nicholas Holt, push me. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, my God. I'm going to lift up Nicholas Holt. I think he's a great actor. And, you know, he's, he's came, he's come very far. And I'm going to lift up myself and say I'm doing acting and book me. Yeah, book <laughs> her. Please. Book me, please. I just it. figured out my hair routine so my hair is looking good. <laughs> the, now the I'm The curls bookable. are going to pop on camera. You're not going to want to miss exactly. that. Frizzless. Frizzless. Okay, I mean, Frizz free. There. But yeah, that's all I'm, the lifting I'm doing. Okay. Oh God, well you Thank can lift you. me at, so at Kevin fun. T. Porter on Be Real and nowhere else <laughs> currently. OnlyFans, keep checking out the OnlyFans. I got 45 really? strong in the. Uh, you posting? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. I'm keeping it up. I got to put content out there in some fashion. Do you ever put Dexter's Wiener on there? No. Okay. No, I would never. <laughs> this is no. pretty out there. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's not like you haven't posted it on your Instagram already. I saw it earlier, not gonna lie. Okay. Right? Thank you. Caroline's obsessed <laughs> with my dog's wieners. 
One time I sent her I a wish pr- I didn't have to be. What? I wish it wasn't so in my fucking face all the time. What, should I get lady Please. dogs? So put some underwear Dexter's on the man. Give him pants. Rape culture. God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, He's God. exposing himself to me all the time. He's a bit of an exhibition. Put that thing away. <laughs> get that thing out of here. I got nothing to plug. Do you remember, Caroline, when on our episode we talked about what must it be like to have that thing yeah. and that thing meaning, meaning a dick? Yeah. So that's just a little sneak preview if you want to know what's kind of going on there. Yeah, there's but really a what's lot going on. Of quick curiosity. Well, ask your significant others and they'll answer any questions you got, I'm sure, right? Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, he has. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it's, like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> I feel, sometimes I forget about it. <laughs> I'm having too fun. <laughs> too much fun. <laughs> you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun. Leave us a review. Every review you leave us on Apple Podcasts. We donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is Every Time for Gun Safety. Rebecca, thank you so thank much you. for doing the it's show. It's a pleasure. You're to our classroom you. crush this week. We you love are. you so much. What a little star. Oh my God. I take it and I love it. She takes <laughs> it. Guys. She I had so it. much fun. And there's nothing left to say except for, okay, okay I, I love you. Thank, thank you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. And then, of course, we're going to go out. <laughs> we're going to go out with the namesake freaking song. <laughs> Do you want to be buried to this song? Buried? Yeah. Do they normally play music? <laughs> they could. <laughs> then yeah. It'd be a new fun tradition. Okay, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Is confidence and wondering why the world is passing That was a HeadGum Podcast.